This is the Buffalo Community Podcast, all about the greatest small town in the USA, the people in it, and how it all works together. Here are your hosts, Tyler Reese and Mark Benzer. Hey, everybody, and welcome back for episode 62. Again, with our new producer, Luke Edland, we've got owner of Forget Me Not, uh, forgive me not. I, I did it right that time. Yeah, nice <laughs> forgive me not uh, restaurant here, uh, Palmer Alexander. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. Well, we we just got done saying uh, you're a veteran podcaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like my hundredth one. Yeah, yeah, yep. Exactly. So it'd be very very smooth. Yep. Um, but for anybody who hasn't been down there, let's. Uh, Give yourself a little in- introduction. Yeah, so we're basically just a breakfast lunch spot. Sorry, I have tiny ears. So um, breakfast lunch spot. We're open six to two Monday through Saturday. Sunday seven thirty to one thirty. Um, we have basically just classic breakfast items as well as mm-hmm. some specialty items. Um, really good caramel rolls and cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had them yet, but they're they're really good. We I have not. Had they're those addicting. Yet. Once you have one, you can't stop. So might as well just order another. Yeah, one. yeah. exactly. I'll have two. Yeah, <laughs> maybe three. Yeah, maybe three. Located downtown Buffalo. Yep, downtown Buffalo, right next to what's the scoop in the old Jay's family restaurant um, sure. building. So did some remodeling and took about six months, and here we are. Been open for about a month now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> boy, you really do have tiny. They're really ears. tiny. I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, kind of nice to have that that um, Jay's family restaurant space, I would imagine, and just that people identify that space as yeah. a restaurant space. And right. Probably so, part of the appeal. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think that kind of helps because people, even if they didn't know we were doing it, they knew it was a restaurant. So when they come down, they see, oh, it's still a restaurant right. and can still get food. And yeah. Yep. And I like what what you've done in there with um, the bar, the breakfast bar area, yeah. maybe I would call it. I, I just, it's classic. Yeah. Classic diner to me. Yeah. So, I so just love that. my husband and I actually met at a breakfast spot and he mm-hmm. would sit at the counter and I was serving the counter. So that's how we met. So we're like, we have to have oh. at least one counter in there because that's yeah. kind of right. how we met and, you know, There's started dating that. and yeah, yeah, exactly. And how did you, I guess, where are you from? How did you end up in Buffalo? And what's my whole that story? story. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I was born in Cold Spring, so like up by St. Cloud, mm-hmm. um, and moved to the cities after I graduated. Um, lived in Columbia Heights for a little bit with Brian, my husband, mm-hmm. and yeah, we um, met at the cafe. So we kind of have always had a soft spot in our heart for breakfast and lunch spots, and mm-hmm. we'd always try to go out on the weekends to a breakfast spot. Um, I served for like eight years at different restaurants, so I've always loved the service industry, mm-hmm. um, being around people, and I feel like the breakfast community, if you will, yeah, <laughs> is a right. different type of crowd. Yep. Um, they like to come in and get their coffee, and you can sit with them in the morning and chat and build those relationships versus just turning tables. You can mm-hmm. you know get personal with people, and you see the same people weekly, and yeah, I just, I, I like that um, atmosphere that it creates. Awesome. You've been uh, at this for about a month now. Yes. And uh, we kind of want to say global pandemic. Oh, restrictions yeah. Timing on restaurants. was not good. <laughs> yeah. What made you want to yeah. you know, start that? I mean, is, is, uh, well, kudos to your courage yeah. of starting it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, well, besides just that, we were expecting our second daughter in December. So I was pregnant throughout the whole process, too, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Um, so 
when we heard about it, we're like, well, let's just go look at the building. Because when we first moved here, we're like, there's Perkins. We didn't know Jay's existed um, just because they weren't really on social media that much. The bar was, but not the cafe. So when we heard about it, we walked downtown and kind of peeked through the windows and they were closed um, because of COVID. And we're like, wow, this would be perfect to kind of make our own space. We wonder if they're selling. Found out that they were interested in it and talked with them. And then we kind of stepped back and we're like, okay, with COVID, everything going on, do we really want to do this right now? Like found out I was pregnant and we basically are like, well, it's now or never. It's a good opportunity. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> there's never going to be a good time to do Jump it. In. So yeah. yeah, all odds against us. Let's just do it and see if mm-hmm. we can make it work. And if we can make it work in these circumstances, then, you know, we should be good in the future. So yeah. That's kind of the outlook we had on it, and we just kind of went for it, and sure. it's been working out so far. That's, That's awesome. Good. Yeah. That's. Is there any any big surprises of, boy, I was in the service industry, but now going from server to owner, what's been the biggest surprise, good or bad? Um, the paperwork, like the, all the back end stuff, the licensing, all mm-hmm. the, um, basically like the taxes, all that stuff was very new to me because I've. I'm good with talking to people. I'm good with building those relationships and bringing food to a table and pouring coffee. But Mm -hmm. when you actually have to like do the business side of it, that Mm -hmm. was all new to me. So my husband owns his own business. So he was very helpful in that regard to kind of coach me through it and still Mm -hmm. coaches me through it. But that was really hard. And then also the like cooking aspect. So I'm not back of the house. I was always front of the house. And so finding somebody that I could really trust with that was huge. Um, And we met Mike Chef Mike, he's our head chef, kitchen manager, and he's been a lifesaver. He's helped us build a team that we've created and just a very good, like, non-toxic environment, um, which you can find in a lot of restaurants. It's very easy to get kind of sucked into that. You so know, we're trying the Gordon Ramsay's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> get your bleeping risotto. Yeah, yeah. none yeah. of that, none of that at our, <laughs> at our cafe. But, yeah, so that was probably the hardest part was, like, the actual business side of it and then just building the team and um, finding people that we trust. and Because mm-hmm. it's – you have your whole vision and you want to make sure that it plays out yep. and to find people that are equally excited about that as you are is, you know, huge. So is that something that you start like started from scratch or did Mike is the kitchen yeah. manager? Is he somebody you've known for a while or no. is he somebody you had to go out and find after you said, let's do this? Yeah. Well, thank you to Chad and Becky, our neighbors, because so we moved to Buffalo in 2019. So we have only been here for a few years. Um, but our neighbors actually were like, hey, you should talk to this guy. He would drive him to the airport every once in a while. They're mm-hmm. like, his name's Mike. He works at Maynard's and Rogers, and he's a really good um, cook, chef. You should just meet up with him and see if he would fit the bill. So we interviewed him, and within, like, literally two minutes, me and Brian looked at each other like, yeah, this is our guy. Yep. Um, he's just very passionate about what he does. He's creative. He can – you know, he'll take direction, but he also can take charge, which was sure. huge because I don't know what I'm doing. And I right. told him that. I was like, <laughs> you need to be able to know how to, like, come up with recipes and stuff. I can – I created the menu, but I was like, I need more help than that. You know, it's one thing to be like, oh, I want the omelet to have this, but it's another thing to be able to make it and yeah. um, have the presentation look good and taste right. good. So, yeah, he was a huge help with that. So would not have met him without our neighbors. So we are like, we owe you guys breakfast for life. Yeah, right. Because yeah. <laughs> we would not be in the situation. And yeah. he's, um, he brought on a lot of people that he knew. So um, that was helpful too. So we had other um, cooks come in that he was able to introduce us to. Yeah. And yeah. And I think it probably speaks to, to his, uh, you know, going from Maynard's established, mm-hmm. busy all the time, 
speaks to his belief in what you guys are doing. Yes, and that was huge. He was from the beginning. We're like, this is as much your space as it is ours. We want you to feel very empowered and like you have the, sure. um, the everything you need to create, everything you want to create. Like you very much have that power because mm-hmm. this is your kitchen, your team. We want you to build everybody up and you know create the environment that you want to work in because. Like I said, so many restaurants can have kind of, you know, toxic industries and they like to push kind of the back of the house people down, I feel like. And we really want to lift everybody up. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not just going to blame everything on you if there's, you know, a mistake. Because a lot of times servers, I don't know if you guys have ever worked in the service industry, but that happens a lot where if you forget to ring a ticket and you're like, oh, it's the kitchen's sure. fault. And we're like, we're very much just trying to be a team. Yep. Team players and make and sure everything runs I always smoothly. just bl- blame the server. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Food doesn't taste good. Yeah. Blame the yeah. server. Exactly. What'd you do to this? Right. Uh, back of the house? Yes. Inside lingo for? Uh, kitchen. Kitchen yeah. and servers. Front of the house is servers. Got yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I assume. Yes. What, uh, going back to getting started, what's one thing that went way better than you thought it was going to? Um, I'm like, was there nothing. anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, overall the team we put together turned out a lot better. I think than I had envisioned just without the gate, everybody was very, um, capable of mm-hmm. picking up responsibilities and doing it. I haven't had to be there as much as I thought I would in the beginning, which is nice. I still like to be there, yep. but I don't have to. Um, so that went pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, there was just a lot of, um, like, remodeling and a lot of issues that came up because it's an older building that, sure. you know, weren't the best of surprises that we yeah. ran into. That was kind of hard, and we're still dealing with some now, so and we've had a few setbacks. But Yeah, I would imagine with a building that old, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we're going to find some stuff that we're going to call a surprise, mm-hmm. but we kind of know that the surprise is yeah. coming but, but can it, we put it off for a little yeah, bit until, right. yeah. And yeah. you just hope that it's nothing like, well, this is a really big deal. Yeah. This well, is a bigger surprise than we were anticipating. We had a hot water. I don't know if you guys knew we had hot water issues. So that was going on for a while. So we think we finally figured it out. We got a new water heater, new dishwasher. Basically, the whole kitchen is new. So we had to pretty much redo everything in the mm-hmm. building, which it's an old building. They had older, yeah. um, like, equipment. So we knew that we were going to have to get some new ones, but... Yeah, the hot water took us by surprise because it was like... Kind of need that. Yeah, and it was like it happened on the weekend and we we're just like, oh, we thought we were ready for this weekend and then that right. happened and it's like we weren't expecting that. So, yeah. 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 Put us out of commission for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, was there... Um, did you have... Did you have anybody or maybe a lot of people discouraging you from doing this? Or did you have mostly support um a little bit of both I think not necessarily discouraging but definitely like are you sure like it's a pandemic like you're you gonna know, have another kid can't yeah open right now yeah they're right? like they're it's like 50 percent capacity like can you are you sure you want to jump into this right now and then once we were like no yeah we do and we you know told them our plans then people were very supportive mm-hmm. I mean family and friends have been great so mm-hmm. there definitely was a little bit of just kind of like are you sure you want yeah. to do this? And once we're like, yes, we're doing it. We know we're crazy, but let's yeah. just go for it. Then they were very supportive. So cool. that helped a lot. I mean, we had family and friends down there on the weekends helping us do the remodels and painting and, you know, doing everything with us. Right. So they were in the trenches with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, up and downstairs. Yes. 
Down, downstairs, I, I heard, and, and maybe you can tell us anything that floating around on Facebook is that downstairs is going to be opening at some point yes. or somebody signed a lease. Yes. So we leased it out. So um, that took a little bit to kind of figure out what we wanted to do sure. because we know that Jay's was a staple. And so people know that bar and they love that bar. And at first we were like, maybe we can run it. And then I was like, Maybe we no. Nope, there's <laughs> no. enough going on with the cafe. I don't want to, you know, put myself in too many places at once right. because I won't be able to do the best that I could. Mm-hmm. So um, we ended up leasing it out. They're doing some remodeling right now. If you were there yesterday, no you kidding. heard them like <laughs> jackhammering the floor. So it was a little noisy, but sure. they're they're making a lot of changes down there, um, sure. just updating some things that it needed. So mm-hmm. um, they're shooting for, I want to say, June sometime. So, but we, I mean, you know what happens. Things always come up. So I think that they would like to be open by Buffalo Days just because yep. I know that Jay's and Buffalo Days was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. So they're, that's their plan right now. So I'm, they're making a lot of progress. It looks really cool. So Excellent. I won't give away too much, but it looks really right. nice. Excellent. They're doing a really good job. Well, that's so, yeah, good because teaser, that's, that's going to be our next, yeah. uh, one of our uh, upcoming uh, episode guests. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, no, they're doing awesome. It's going to be really cool. I'm excited for it to be open so after work I can go down there and yeah. have a drink after a long <laughs> yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so getting entrenched in the business, um, You've brought some stuff here. Is that? Do you want to tell us a little bit yeah. about your your favorite parts of the menu? Sure. So this is exciting. So a lot of people are like, "Why, you know, is this such a huge thing?" I think it's huge. I think it's awesome. So Clover Meadow Bakery is like a gluten free, nut free, allergy free bakery out of Maple Lake, and Abby um, is the owner and the baker. She's amazing. I reached out to her because there's a lot of people who can't obviously have gluten mm-hmm. um, and they can't really go out and enjoy the same experience that a lot of other people get mm-hmm. to. So I reached out to her to see if she'd be interested in selling some of her stuff to us so we could provide that. And we met and I think the first time we talked for like two hours, she's awesome. And so yep. we came up with this whole plan um, and now we're offering gluten-free uh, pancakes, French toast, toasts for breakfasts, for sandwiches, buns, and mm-hmm. bakery items. So we've been able to expand to a lot more of the community that can't usually go out and have that stuff, especially not in Buffalo. In the cities, there's more options, but out here, you know, you're kind of limited. So these are actually her cupcakes. They're lemon raspberry. Um, They're very good. So they're gluten-free. They're delicious. I believe these ones are vegan too. So um, just trying to open the door up for more people to come in and be able to sit down and have breakfast versus um, having to eat at home or just sticking to hash runs and bacon because they can't have, you know, toast or pancakes. So to be able to come out for them to be able to eat like pancakes and everything, they get very excited. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You're able to fill that need. Yeah. Yeah. We just started like a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, and it's been going over very well. So people are excited and definitely coming out and coming back. And yeah, that's that's the newest thing. Um, we are working on redoing the menu too. So we're hopefully going to have a new menu rollout in like oh, a month okay. or so. It'll look similar, but there's just a few changes that we've noticed, you know, by, sure. from going through it. So, yep. And is that, is that largely due to like, this is on the menu and we really haven't cooked it or, you know, how, how do you kind of go about that? Um, the changes and changes stuff. And yeah. Evolution of the menu. So we, well, we had our full menu. We basically just run these reports and we see, okay, what's what are we selling a lot of? What's not really selling? Is there anything that we could get rid of that is maybe taking up space that we could add something else in its place? Or like we've had a lot of requests for BLTs. So we're like, 
and when I was making the menu, so many things like slip your rind. So it's like, of oh, course, sure. like a BLT. Who doesn't love a BLT? So right. like, let's add that onto the menu. And then some things that aren't selling as well, we'll remove. And they can still get variations of it, but it just won't be, you know, exactly the same. Yep. Um, so it's just a lot of reports running. And then if we've noticed anything that, oh, hey, let's try adding this on. And then we can list the new gluten-free options and stuff as well sure. so that people know that it, it exists and they're not just, you know, having to be on Facebook to see it. Yep. Uh, what's your favorite thing on the menu? Uh, the old reliable skillet. The old reliable It's so skillet. good. Yeah, it's American fries with peppers, onions, sausage, bacon, eggs, and hollandaise. I get it literally every morning for breakfast. Yeah. They, I think they get sick of making it for me because it's like I come in and I'm never like, Brian will come in and be like, make me whatever you want. And I'm like, old reliable, old reliable. every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, it's got the perfect name, it yeah. sounds like, at least for you. Yes, and I have to, my cousin named it, I have to say that because she'll be so mad if I don't, but yeah. she named it. I was, like, struggling to come up with names, and she's like, you should call it the Old Reliable. I'm like, that's perfect, so yep. that's how we named that one. What do you envision five, ten years from now? Like, is it is it something where you have a, a vision that's different than what it is? Today, or is this kind of like, obviously you're going to make changes right. and adapt and continue to get better, but do you see anything? Well, where I would love, I don't know if this is even possible. I'd love to somehow expand and have like an outdoor seating space or something like that. But for the most part, it'll probably stay the same. Um, some cosmetic things might change. Some menu items might change, but the six to two, I know a lot of people are asking us to do dinners because they want a spot downtown for dinner. Um, which we're talking about. I don't know if I'm 100% sold on the idea yet just because I feel like the breakfast to lunch is like just running so well, and that's always what I've had a soft spot in my heart for mm -hmm. is breakfast and lunch, not necessarily dinner. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's nice to have your workers be out of there by, you know, 3 p.m. They have yeah. the rest of their day, especially on weekends. So um, as of right now, just kind of the same. Yep. Maybe a few changes, small changes, but nothing crazy. Um, sure. Yeah, I, I like how it's running right now, so it's going pretty well. But that could change in a yeah, year from right. now. Who knows? Awesome. Um, the uh, to the young entrepreneur out there <laughs> yeah. thinking, what what's one piece of advice that uh, you wish someone had given you that you can now pass on to? Oh my uh, gosh, the next entrepreneur. Um, just to keep pushing through it. It gets hard at times. You get stressed out especially if you have a lot going on like a pandemic and kids at home Babies, but yeah. yeah but it's worth it I don't know it's just it's a lot of hard work and sometimes it seems like is it worth it is it even gonna um like be successful are people gonna want to come eat here but then sure. you know once we opened up and we saw it it was like okay it was worth it so mm -hmm. it's just push through I don't know do do what you think is best stick you know true to your heart because whatever you're passionate about is what is going to go over the best I feel like if you're not if your heart's not in the right spot it's very easy to back out and quit. But mm -hmm. if it's, if you're like, nope, this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm passionate about. It usually works out. Yeah. Is there like opening your door for like the first time, oh my gosh, yes. and somebody <laughs> walking into your restaurant yeah. and you're being like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. Like they're here. This yeah. is my restaurant. And they're here because like, What's that like? It's, I don't know if it's even like hit me fully yet. It's weird. I remember when we were, almost done like a week from opening and I was standing in the kitchen we have that window that mm -hmm. like pass through window and I was looking out there and the tables were empty and I was like one day there's gonna be people in here like eating and talking and it's gonna look so weird and I was like I have to come back here and just look through this window and just soak it in because it's gonna 
be so like awesome to see it. And I did that and it was really cool to see like people lining up waiting to come in and eat and they were fine with waiting 20 minutes to eat. And it's like, it's just so surreal. Yeah. It hasn't, I don't know if it's fully sunk in yet, but there's moments where I just try to step back and take it in and I'm just like, wow, this is, it, it feels like a dream kind of like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just very, yeah, surreal. And you don't think about it when you go somewhere and wait 20 minutes to sit down that this is somebody's restaurant. This is somebody fulfilling their dream Yeah, and you can support that. Right. And everyone's been so sweet and supportive and like, like I said, waiting the 20 minutes or just coming in like a couple times a week and telling friends and family. And they've been so nice on Facebook and Google, like writing Mm -hmm. awesome reviews. And it's, it's so weird to me that it's like, my restaurant and my cafe and yeah, that sure. we've all built this together and that it, it's working out so well. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad, but it's just, yeah, it's weird. Well, I hope that feeling never goes away. I know. I know. I really like it. So it's, yeah, it's nice to, to have that. Kind of a fun little story. Uh, opening day, Mark and I had lunch there. Yeah. And boy, was it, it was busy. It was busy. Yeah. And, and I, I kind of flagged <laughs> you down and said, Hey, I know you're busy right yes, now. I just remember want to introduce myself. By the back counter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I said, I don't want to keep it because you were zipping back and forth and, yeah. and it was, I mean, and the tables were turning. I mean, yeah. people were coming in yep. pretty consistently, which was uh, was excellent it, to yeah. see. Um, but yeah, so kudos to that first week. And yeah. I can only imagine, I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know you were definitely in your element of yeah. being there. Yeah. In, uh, and one, thank the entire community for showing up that day. That yeah, was everyone was so awesome. Week, so. Yep. We opened at like, I think it was six that day, we opened normal hours. And I remember the first like two hours, it was people were coming, but it was more steady. And it's like, okay, this is a good day. And then we got hit. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But it was awesome. I love running around. I love trying to figure out like the best way to Mm -hmm. like what you have to do first. And that's, that's my favorite thing about it probably. Uh, Go ahead. Is there a significance to the name? Um, Just literally, it's just my favorite flower. So my grandma's a really big um, like gardener and baker. And so she kind of taught me how to bake and cook and do all that stuff. And that's how I fell in love with baking. And I bake some things at the cafe myself. Um, and yeah, it's just my favorite flower that I've had growing up. And it just makes me happy when I see it and think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen them, like fields of forget-me-nots. It's so pretty. They're really tiny. They're like that big. Um, okay. But it's like a wildflower. And yeah, it's really pretty. And my husband, Brian, was weird. And I was trying to think of a name. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was like, I want it naturey outdoorsy because I'm a very outdoorsy person. And he was like, what about Forget Me Not? And I was like, eh. And then the more I thought about it, the more it kind of stuck. It was stuck. better than and Gander Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Brian was like, maybe something with like a buffalo. I was like, no. I was like, I yeah. feel like there's, we need something a little bit more than that. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, downtown Buffalo, I mean, we've been blessed with several new restaurants. Yeah. How, how has that been? I mean, the landscape of Buffalo restaurants have really changed in the last year, which is kind of surprising the fact that they couldn't run. I mean, how's that been? I mean, has, have any of the other new business owners uh, or restaurant owners reached out? Is there any type of community of, Hey, we're all in this together. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Yeah. So before we opened, we talked a lot with, um, Christy at gather. Have you guys been there yet? She's been on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, she's awesome. Her biscuits. Have you had uh, amazing? Yes. Yeah, no. So no offense to yours. No, no, I know hers are amazing. <laughs> amazing. No, we told her that we're like your biscuits are like the best biscuits I've ever yeah. had. So, um, talked with her a lot in the beginning, just like when we were a month or two from opening, mm-hmm. and I just kind of was picking her brain about how it was going for her and everything. Um, we've talked with Evelyn's Wine Bar, mm-hmm. um, the o- also Clubhouse. Yes, yes, yeah. There you go, everybody, everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> Buffalo. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, he's public house. We've talked with them and we might do some, um, 
some sort of partnership there. Sure. Um, and then Abundant Kitchen, we've talked to her. And so, yeah, there's a lot of, it's a very supportive community, which is huge. And it's sure. very helpful. You don't feel like you're necessarily competition or competing. You're just lifting each other up, and yep. which is huge and very, I think, different than probably how it is mm-hmm. other places. Yeah. It's kind of been a recurring theme. Yes. It's, it's, it's what you're trying to do in your restaurant with yeah. your staff and your employees is uh, non-toxic. Yeah. Positive environment. And I'm glad to hear that you're able to collaborate with other business owners and restaurant owners in this town. And, yeah. And it's the same type of. Yeah. Deal. I feel like it's better for everybody if you can, you know, work together and help each other out. It only benefits, you know, yeah. both of you instead of. Rising you know. tide raises all ships. Yes. <laughs> I haven't heard that before, but that, it fits. Well, he <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. just thought of it. I oh, just yeah. He just made it up. Nobody's ever said that on Nobody's the ever face said of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Bumper sticker. Yeah. T-shirts, everything. Yep. You can go to our website and pick those. <laughs> up. But Palmer, thank you for coming in. Yeah, of course. As we wrap everything down, it's been great to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. Best of luck thank in you. continuance. Hopefully, things can get normal. Although we don't know what normal right. is yet. Right. Yeah, we'll see what comes. We we hope continued success thank in busyness you. at mm-hmm. Forget Me Not Cafe downtown Buffalo. Go check it out. Absolutely. For the Buffalo Community Podcast, I'm Tyler Reese. I'm Mark Benzer. I'm Palmer Alexander with (laughs) Forget Me Not Cafe. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you.